Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the last. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. It's Christmas time and there's no need to be afraid. <laughs> but in our world of plenty, dear listeners, you're in the box number 25 on the prelims before the Mill versus Middlesbrough Championship game. A big welcome, big thank you to the round table cast, Barry Bongo Perkins. Good afternoon, Nick. Mr. Dombo, making a welcome return. Thank you very much. Glad to be back. And the panto villain, Mr. Derek King. Ooh, it's Christmas time. He's behind you! Can't. Fun. <laughs> That's 50, fucking people. <laughs> it's a real wall paint and he's already got called a cunt. <laughs> um, welcome to the show, dear it's listeners. This is our Christmas uh, special round table. Always a favourite um, feature of the, of the season. Um, well, here we are, gentlemen, halfway through the season, and we are hovering just above the relegation zone with a little bit of clear water. I'm going to answer my own question already, but is, is Millwall worth £10 million squad value according to transfer market? Um, compete, are we punching above our weight? We're playing Middlesbrough worth £50 million according to transfermarket.com. It's a great term, isn't it? Punching above your weight. Yeah, who the fuck makes up these numbers? Um, that was punching above our weight, I think it was Theopathetis, his copyright term for <coughs> a club of Millwall size um, holding its own in, even then was, was a, a tough league, so, even tougher now. So is it, is it relevant in regard, you know, I think, I, I don't know, my view was all about survival this year, um, yeah. so if we stay up, and some could, you know, you could query that, you know, we're, we're not, we're down the bottom half of the table, yeah. but we've beat some good sides this year, um, I think we're playing some good football. We're not getting absolutely annihilated. I mean, apart from the Barnsley game, you know, but I think they just matched us. They were horrible. They um, yeah, fought us. Yeah, the they come and did a meal war on us. Yeah. Yeah. But apart from that, I'm not seeing teams coming down there and battering us. No. So, you know, are we punching above our weight? I don't really care at the moment. <laughs> uh, you were you were at Villa last week. Uh, yeah, as I was, <coughs> about. I was there. Yeah, Don was yeah. there too. Um, yeah. We held our own. In fact, we, we dominated yeah. that second half. Yeah. Was much better than them. 
And that's, really that's by yeah. traditional mill teamwork methods. Ain't we set up to be better away from home, I think. I think the way we play, you know, getting yeah. the banks of force, shut in, and I think our problem comes when we're trying to undo teams. Yeah, I was going to um, say exactly And there aren't many yeah. teams have come down here this season and completely tried to dominate us. If, they, not, to if, be honest, if, they, if you get a manager that's a bit savvy and he, he'll, he'll know what to expect to come down here, yeah, yeah. and this this guy they've got today, um, yeah. Monk, isn't it? Gary Monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's a good manager, isn't he? And he's, he's a good manager. And I think if he's if he's got it right, then we'll unfortunately I think we'll struggle today because they will get sussed out on what we do. And I say if you're away from home, it's a completely different ball game because. I think what we do best is when when teams are more open yeah. and, and actually fly at us. Yeah. For some reason, we seem to go better at that. Yeah. Yeah. But teams that are just going to keep the ball and I mean, Harris <clears> loves, <throat> loves other teams keeping the ball, doesn't he? We said <clears> this before. I don't know why, but he, you know, let him have it. I don't care. It, but we soaked it up. We soaked it up a bit, didn't we? But then yeah, we're not doing anything, and if, if we don't get the chances to, I mean, let's let's be blunt. Mm. Yeah, we need to create fifty chances. To get a goal, and that's slight exaggeration. That's one of the points we've got. Yeah, but but if, if, if they if they do their, their numbers on us, and we're, we're going to struggle because we won't we won't get the breaks that we we look for, and and we're going to struggle. But going back to Barry's point, I mean, if we put away say just another six chances in across yeah. the you know the twenty odd games where we yeah. played, we could have easily had eighteen points yeah. more because yeah. if you look at some of the performances. Just haven't had that goal to top them off. It's mm. going to be uh, it's this season. I mean, I'm with Barry. I just want to survive. Yeah. I don't care if we finish. Oh, yeah. I'm not going back to League One. Couldn't give a fucking no way. That's us. You know, and, and we got something to build on from that. Yeah. Exactly. But you get a feeling, don't you? At some point, we're going to start looking back and say, oh, "What if that gone? Yeah. Is it the post? <laughs> Is it the bar? The one on ones? If yeah. Day, yeah, and, you, and you don't want to be like that. I mean, I think there was a, a, an article I read the other day. I didn't read it completely. I just sort of skimmed over. I think it was an interview with Jed Wallace, and he was talking about how many points Mill would need this season to be safe. And I think he came up with fifty-five. Probably um, about a bit more than normal, yeah. but. And then some other bright spark just did a quick calculation and said, like, you know, well, if we match what we've done already, we're relegated because we ain't going to make 55 points. Uh, well, we've got a you know? so, on that point. Uh, I'm not, not going to bombard us with stats today, boys, but um, I just did a little... Oh, go on. Back of an envelope <laughs> thing, yeah. Um, in terms of goals scored, goals four, shall we call it, we are in the bottom one, two, three, four, fifth, five from bottom. In terms of goals scored in this league, so yeah, and therein lies the problem. I'm, I'm surprised with that. I but have contrast that with the goals conceded. We're in the top six. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've got a problem. And <laughs> so is, Derek's point is, is sound. I'm like, okay, up with ten more goals spread across the twenty yeah, game. I mean, spread. So that's one yeah. chance every two games. You've got to go in rather than be missed or blasted. So, we, so it's not as if we're not creating chances. No, we're not. I mean, that's well, the other thing. Not, there's, there's sometimes a. A perception that we're not opening teams up or creating enough, but we are. We're just fucking missing them. We've got the value of the teams that, in, in the goals against column, <coughs> we've conceded 21. Uh, I think it's about 20. This might be the 22nd game of the season, 23rd. Right. I can't so remember. that's us nailed on for a 5 0 defeat today. <laughs> Goal, so goals it's fucking Middlesbrough before Christmas. <laughs> Middlesbrough, today's opponents have conceded 20 to our 21. <coughs> Aston Villa, the value of Aston Villa, um, huge, 18 goals. Derby County, again, a, a high-value team, 21. Cardiff City, 16. Yeah, Wolverhampton Wanderers, 17, who are top, uh, top yeah. of the table. So that's, that's some exalted, the high-value company we're keeping in terms of defence. It's the 
Scoring a goal, so we were in the bottom one, two, three, four, five. So I, 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 I did, I did a little look as well today. Here's a stat: we, I think, goal difference we're on one, yeah. and there's six, seven teams below us, and it goes from minus one all the way down to minus nineteen. Yeah. So hate to get into. Um, sort of cliches, but at the end of the day, there are teams worse than us in this league. Yeah, um, just to, uh, have a look at Birmingham. Birmingham goals scored ten goals. Yeah. Yeah. that's a striking problem. So, <laughs> so anyway, that's just a, it's a good point you raise about you know are we punched? But really, to me, that's a question I'd like to be asking next year because yeah. if we stay up, it's cock on the block time. Are we going to pump a bit of money into this team? Are we going to go for it? We kind of, I mean, you know, just do, do, do any of us know? I don't. Mm. But do any of us know what we actually get financially? For, for staying in a division. This is a message to all stewards and turnstile operators. The stadium will now open. The stadium will now open. That's not what you asked him, was it? <laughs> no, no, Les, no, I, I, I want to know how he makes his voice sound like that. <laughs> 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 no idea what he's talking about. He keeps quiet, Les, on that kind of score. Um, it's a good point. I mean, January's looming. I, I, I think we're probably, when I tempt him fate, I'm going to touch wood. We're probably good enough looking at the company we're keeping to survive in this. But the worrying thing is, we should be losing to some of those teams that we're yeah, going to be down there at the end. Yeah. The life so some, some of those defeats, the bad results, have been against the wrong teams, which could come back <coughs> to bite us on the arse. Yeah. Yeah, unless that's so very real. You know, and, and, and that and would that. be exactly. You think we've gone up, we've beaten and played some good teams off the park, um, and then we've lost to some right old shit. We're the eternal underdogs. I mean, yeah. just going back to the way we approach the season, we're, we, we're at our best when we're approaching big clubs as an underdog, yeah. fighting for our lives. It brings out the Millwall and it's all. I think um, Burton, we struggled against Burton, we got beat by Burton. I think yeah. one little crumb of comfort to me, though, is we've, we've had, we started off not bad. We were playing well, not necessarily getting all the results, but I think we had a bad spell, losing Williams, losing Webster. Webster, I know, is out. Williams is... I don't know if he's back in the team today, but he was back on the bench the other day, wasn't he? And I, and I think that coincided, we, we probably didn't quite, we took a while to adjust to that. Yeah. Webster, to me, was a massive loss. Yeah. Um, Cooper's grown a little bit the last few weeks, but he's, you know, he's... I think he's a decent defender, but he ain't got that little bit of uh, um, poise. I think people don't... Webster's quite a poise defender. He's quite... Mm. Cool and calm and collective most of the time. He's a ball player. For, for a player who's got I mean, a lot of slagging off, I think he's a bit of a leader. I don't think he's going to play for us again, do you? Webster. I hope he don't go because I think he's a bit of a leader off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Well. When I, whenever I've seen him out, Webster is is one of the key. I'm sure you're concerned. Um, though, I was worried when he went, but defensively we've been solid. But we was getting better every game. But we're one more injury off. Yeah, from no, you're no, it's that, yeah, That's my concern. Yeah. <laughs> one more injury off from Tony Craig. <laughs> yeah, all right. I had to say it when I said a disaster. Then I underestimated it. <laughs> as counsel for the defence of Tony Craig, didn't do that bad when he came in. No, I said never done. But it's anyway, he was on the pitch for about two minutes. <laughs> I was shitting myself for it. <laughs> it was like nothing it, wrong. It was time for him to score three still. <laughs> Case for the prosecution to my right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, Lee Gregory, Steve Morrison then. So we, we, I think by common consent we have a striking problem. Are they good hey, enough at this two, level? They're two, they're two good strikers. Yeah, they're, they're not rubbish strikers, are they? I mean, I, I mean to it's be just, honest, I don't... Do you know sometimes we say like you need a striker needs... Like, score a goal yeah, like, yeah and he don't care he comes off his arse his elbow or, and gets away with it whatever and they, the goal goes in well Gregory scored his goal the other week didn't yeah, he yeah, yeah, nice yeah. But, but, but what, what is but, I've said this for a long time and he's to it ever since Morrison joined us right give Morrison a split second chance to stick it in the back of the net give him a couple of minutes to, sorry 10 seconds to think about it he fucks it up 
And Gregory's exactly the same. How many times have we seen Gregory Team. bearing down on goal yeah. just the keeper to beat, yeah. and he goes and fucks it up? Mm. Always defended out of the game. There's a chance in the second half, I think it was a break, Gregory was on the approaching goal and got defended leftwards. But that, that's, away. He wanted to get it on yeah. his right, didn't and he? That's, that's he hit the bar. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the final yeah. thinking of. He actually hit the bar. He hit the bar. I think he kind of come here. here. But that's, that's good defending. And I, I, I just yeah. sense with him... I think they're good enough. I think they'll score goals second half of the season. I'm not concerned about going down at the moment. I just I don't think we'll do it. I think we're good enough to stay up. How we go up the table, I don't know. But we've got to start winning those games against the Sorry, just so the just, teams. So just on them two, I think um, the biggest thing, biggest disappointment I've had this year is the fact that they haven't scored. Yeah. Um, Elliot's disappointed me. Yeah. Um, I, I really thought he'd be pushing by now, um, and he's not. Four goals. Uh, yeah, he is. Four goals. I know, I don't doubt that, but uh, I really expected by now he was going to... Because of these injuries, because he seems to be one of these players that's never quite the sick You know, he, tra- he, he warms up with his bottoms on, doesn't he? So he's yeah. obviously got some issues there around his muscle. But I mean... And if you're not playing regularly, you can't find... He's a professional footballer, mate. He should be pushing. When he yeah, came on at Villa, he came on at Villa, didn't yeah. he? And yeah. anything. No. No. In fact, you could see them... Actually, breathe a sigh of relief. I think once they, he was a big fella, and yeah, he doesn't have the nous that Morrison brings. No. Morrison hasn't scored, so there's there's that. There's a striker's job to score goals, but there is much more to the game than just that. Didn't, yeah, didn't Harris say something when he signed his new contract about how he's the focal point of all our attacking play? And he made his own point on yeah. the news of Den that we win when he's in the team. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. the victories have come with Steve Morrison leading yeah. the line. Um, I think I think Tom Elliott and I probably every big black forward we've had since John Fashionu, we're all looking for the next Fash, aren't we? Yeah. We are looking for. We that. are. Let's be, on, let's be blunt. Yeah, at Millwall, we tend to like to be slightly Kardashian, don't we? So we've got a bit of black in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, well, that's like, a different podcast <laughs> for me. <Don. laughs> I thought like, we are. Oh, you say you like the big black arse. <laughs> we do. That's a different podcast. That's what you think. All the crap we get thrown at us about being a ra- racist, racist yeah. we do love a black we striker we love, I mean, I it's not just totally yeah, yeah I know it's, um, we're always grasping at that I, I, think yeah, Elliot, I don't think Elliot's really that type of player I, I think the highlight no. reel's not shown to do it but yeah. I think it's better when he gets it down at feet he can start it. he needs a bit of space to run at people and in that respect he's a bit like Sean Bat was remember yeah, Sean yeah, he could yeah. open up Sean his legs Bat. and get running yeah. I know it reminds me of that shitty joke when it opens up his legs he needs a little bit of space to get onto defenders he can't is he, I mean I don't know whether he's, he's better in a, with if it's a free free man striking sort of thing and he's he's, and he's one of the three not yeah. rather than he's probably a big man who's more skillful <clears throat> he has a touch of Bob Peters in that sense a big man who's more skillful with his feet than he is in the air yeah. and that's down with faint praise Tom I don't he do can that. jump a little bit higher than Bob Peters he's got more goals than Bob Peters but there's, 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 there's that quality we're looking for a physical brute and actually Tom Elliott is probably more, it's got more touch than we're giving credit. Yeah, for I don't. I, mean, I, I'm, I, make, I don't. I put my hands up to my eternal shame. I don't follow what the reserves do and the no. under twenty threes and like. But does he get regular games in that section, or is he I, just I bench warming? And... But to be honest, I think you know he's had a lot of little niggly injuries and that, and he, he doesn't seem to be. I don't know. He's, but I mean, going back to if you look at yeah, the strikers ain't been scoring, but the, the way we play opens up opportunities for the. The, the lads behind him. Yeah. I mean, well, we can see that, can't we? A little bit disappointing that he probably hasn't got more. 
Saville has been absolutely fantastic. I thought he might be sitting there deep as a playmaker, play around, but his box to box work has yeah. been brilliant. And Jeb Wallace is the heartbeat. He's the one who makes us tick. Well, he's, he's our one quality zip. player, in yeah. my opinion. He's, he's the one player that other teams would want in their oh, sides. Pick the ball up and go past three players. Look at that run yeah. the other day yeah. here for uh, against Sheffield uh, United. Yeah. We made that. It was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. He started over here, didn't he? He went across, he went right across, didn't he? Great to see. Gregory and Morrison are helping to make those gaps for people. Absolutely. Such a fucking handful for defence. Defenders have to be on their money. They pull out wide in the areas quite well. I also want to flag up Lee Gregory's. Um, we, we can all criticise his goal scoring. That's 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 there, and it's not going to go away in a hurry. We hope it will. But the physical nature of his game, he holds uh, the ball up well. He's holding off big, strong defenders a lot of the time, and laying the ball. Got great touch, isn't he? Now that's that's something. So you know, it's easy to say yes, we have a, a, a striking problem. On one level, we do, but you've got to look at the rest of the game. Look, and Morrison too. Look at Romeo's goal against <coughs> Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah. He, he he missed the chance or lost the ball. I can't remember. He, he lost he the ball. Back. Track back Track twenty back. yards. Yeah. Great tackle. <coughs> so actually, a lot of refs would have probably blown up. Yeah, we got yeah. 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 a fantastic First pass. pass straight I mean, through. Yeah, you know everything he did about that. But at first, two seconds before going, you can't, Gregory. What the fuck <laughs> you done? Yeah. You know, because yeah. 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 he's just. Yeah. But, that's the frustration of the bloke. Top scorer for the season so far is George Saville on six. Tom Elliott, we've discussed, four. Yeah. Lee Gregory's on three, and Jed Wallace is on three. They are starting. If, if, if Morris if, hasn't um, scored, has he? No. no. Yeah. And yet we win with him in the team, yeah. so there's, there's something strange going on. If we're worth £10 million according to this website, Transfer how much of that is Saville? Well, they, 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 I've questioned their valuation because they had him at 750000 I think. Right, yeah. More than that. Well, and then Gregory was coming in at £1 million yeah. their valuation. It's, it's a slight challenge. Yeah, but they've probably given... The, you know, so they're they getting these figures from, but they just like arbitrary... Oh, figures figures on the long run. Run. We're going to see what £15 yeah. million pound looks like today, chaps, because he's worth £15 million. Um, they're the lead striker for yeah. Middlesbrough. Achtung, Mehlball. Um, Aidan O'Brien, how good is he, I'm asking here? I, I... Not as good as he thinks he is. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion. I mean, he's, he's an half-decent player, yeah, but I think he thinks that he's a bit better than what he actually is. I think is. when he got called up, I think it's... It's got to his head a little, little bit. bit. And yeah. stuff that got him a call-up, maybe... Yeah. I, I think he, he does he, tend to do the... He, 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 he does try to do the what the kids do still, like with the step overs <clears> and the, yeah. the, the yeah. Yeah, extra bit. It works sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. when it doesn't work... You can hear the crowd. But, but yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There is a breed now, this sort of player coming through, highly technical, good in a one-to-one situation, but don't actually understand some of the more intricacies the of the game, the you know? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see it when he's called on to defend, he just looks fucking lost. Um, you know, he, he, and I think Meredith has just shorn up and just provided he's, that um, He's Marmite, isn't he? He must be Marmite <coughs> to most Milton fans. Yeah. I mean, I sit block nine behind a goal. You know, and there's lovers and haters there. They, you know, some haters. Yeah, they just, they just <laughs> love him for some people. Yeah. But for me, I think for me, it's frustration. He goes missing, and all of a sudden he does something, and you just think, fucking fair play to the lad. He's a good player. And then before you know it, he's taken off. Mm. And that's the frustrating really, thing. I mean, yeah. You know, I know this is, again, we're damning with faint praise because that implies he hasn't done well in other games. Yeah. And, and that, he did that, do that's well. True too, the whole team did well at Villa. But, but he's been asked to play left midfield. An old, pretty old school four four two, yeah. Um, which ain't what he's going to be. I'm not again. Again, this is again something you see with a lot of young players. You can say the same thing about Fred. What what would his best position be, Aiden O'Brien? Because he can't play as a striker in the way that we <coughs> use not strikers. Thing, no. Yeah, 
He's not a wide midfield player. No. We don't really play with a number 10. So, so what would O'Brien's best role be? Because actually, in old school speak, he's probably more of an old Neil Harris type player would probably be the ideal. He's a goal coming off a big yeah, man, a sniffer, sniffing around, getting yeah. into space, finding little spaces. And, and, and we don't play like that. I mean, there are no true wingers in the game. I mean, Jack Wallace is not what I call a true no. winger in the, no. in the Jimmy Carter um, tradition. You know, that like hugging the, the touchline and looking to beat the man. And Jed creates danger. And I think to a degree, Aidan O'Brien can create danger by picking the ball up wide and running, cutting in and running at defenders. They sound like Corporal Jones. They don't like it. They don't like it up, and do they? Yeah. they? They do not like being attacked. But I don't find he always does that. Sometimes he don't want to go for the jugular like that. And that's what Sometimes he goes completely missing as well. Yeah. You forget he's playing. He off. He just, yeah, he's yeah. not even that's watching. Problem, you can it? see him that he's... The, there's stuff going on, and he's sort of ambling back. It's going on around him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, thinking, yeah. He's not thinking. I mean, he's, yeah. there. He's, not, he's not picking up what... The team are trying to do yeah. is thinking about what Aidan O'Brien's going to do when he gets <coughs> the ball. Yep. If they decide to give the ball to me, that sort yep. of you know, like, like our, our kids play football yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's football it? intelligence, that, I suppose you've yeah, got like emotional it? intelligence. It's yeah, football it's, intelligence, it's, it's, isn't it? I mean, he's, how old is he? He's, 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 he's too old for carrying on like he's yeah, yeah. yeah. He should have matured a bit by now, shouldn't he? We're all 20s, I guess. I don't know. What are we going to do when Morrison hangs up his boots, boys? Well, he's just signed an extension, hasn't <laughs> yeah, he, to his contract. Well, so, can we, 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 can we take his dig in I think, number one, I think his knowledge and his experience will still have a place at Co- Coaching wrong, maybe? I think, without a doubt, mm. he will coach. My only concern is, will he be too... Because he's a bit of a threat to Harris. But I said it last time, I think. Mm. There's your next Millwall manager. I, mean, I think he'd be... he just got that thing about him, I think he'd be a really good manager. He's on LinkedIn. I mean, is this, yeah, yeah he's, looks, he's got his UEFA as a coaching agent. Yeah, he's got his A this summer, didn't he, or last um, summer? He's, I don't know how the levels go. He's really he's, lifting his profile on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah and he's, he, he is. He's, he's, he's active on LinkedIn, so an employment website. Because to me, is. I mean, another question is, I mean, Neil Harris, you know, OK, it's gone a little bit, but he's probably getting people looking at what he's doing and, and looking at him and, you know... <sighs> Well, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's an item, I mean, we'll, we'll go to that, because I think that's an interesting point. I mean, we've seen the Burnley model in the yeah. Premier League, yeah. a similar kind of size club, um, a similar kind of manager in Sean Dyche, an ex-Millwall yeah. man. Who should have been our manager, to be honest. But, but who's who, still um, at the highest level, in, 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 in English terms, a team that's, that's playing beyond its, um, you know, its, its collective sum of its parts. It's team focus, um, no stars, high, high work rate. Is, is Neil Harris going to pick up what, by another? question, though, but what would he do if Millwall suddenly did get a load of money? How would how would he react to that? I think it would be the Kenny Jacket syndrome. Yeah. Be frightened to stand Jack, Jacket didn't know, you sense, what to do with money. Yeah. You know, and it all fell apart when he started paying players a bit more. And, mm. You know, you started getting the cult of shit and all that sort of stuff going yeah. on. With yeah. Bigger names coming. Neil, Neil Harris is... is He's still learning. Mm. Let's, let's, let's not beat around the bush here. He's still learning his trade. And Absolutely. He's doing a pretty good job at it, yeah. but he's doing it and Neil Harris wants to do it. Yeah. And it's a Neil Harris way, yeah. and he's doing it how he wants to do it. Yeah. But because he's, he's used to working with players that are not costing a load of money, no. he's getting them in from here, there, and everywhere. So, if, like you said, there, if he if suddenly get, yeah, you can go and buy it. I'll longer, 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 yeah. longer. Yeah. I can. I know how to start his name, but I can't finish. I just keep going too many ongers. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to be in trouble. 
Is, is Neil, Neil, there are certain players and there are certain characters and personalities that are only successful at Millwall. And you can, I, I also put Mill, uh, Steve Morrison into that category. They're not truly successful anywhere other than the, the environment oh, of this, oh, this stranger yeah. ground. Oh, yeah, it's an unfair one on Morrison to a degree because I think he did better than he at times where he was, but he's just one of the characters that no one warms to. Yeah. So whereas Neil Harris would always be you know, a legend down here. If Morrison had to be that cunt Morrison, he used to play for us. You know, it's, he, he's not a character that people take to, if you get what I mean. So yeah, yeah. People, say Norwich fans, will ignore the good stuff he did at Norwich. I mean, didn't he score a winner for a... Highbury oh, um, or something, didn't he? I mean, he did. Yeah, yeah. But then he's yeah, and he ran the line on his own for Wales when they were shite and just. Yeah, had a, no so one, I think yeah. he's, a, he's, he's a better player than people sometimes give him credit for. Um, and I think it, it, his time at Leeds was only yeah sort of cocked up because of what happens so with the, the yeah, ownership. Yeah, the ownership. And, and, and I think going back to what you're saying, I mean, I think I I sense with Neil Harris, I think he's set up this Millwall team how he thinks a Millwall team needs to be, but with a little bit of a modern slant on it. That doesn't mean he'd be the same manager elsewhere. No, a crowd. Of, I don't know, trying to find a club. It's a bit, I mean, it, it plucked one from the air. I mean, the Burnley, for example. Yeah. That the crowd there is a different crowd to what we're going to get here. We have a certain mentality. Oh, so, so the bench Burn is probably not far off as close as you could get. Certainly, in it's 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 not yet. <clears throat> so the benchmark um, Harris, how's he doing? Um, and I see you put down like you know score report as he did. One of the questions for me when he came in, when he was pointing, was you know will he get the spirit back in the club? Well, that's a big fucking tick. Yeah, you know? that. Um, I, I posted something recently, got all the fucking dates wrong anyway, don't matter. Um, about Middlesbrough, um, when I came down here and we lost 2 0. Yeah. yeah. And we came down here. Now, we were 17th then and we're 17th now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I said to my brother, I said, what's the difference? And, it, and it's Neil Harris. He's put the fucking passion back into the team, yeah. the club. Out of this team. Yeah. And we were ashamed of that one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my point is, is he's, he, you know, that's the biggest thing for me. He's got. He's got some elder statesmen in there. He made yeah. reference to Morrison about that, how yeah, powerful yeah. and strong he is yeah. in the changing room. He's got some youngsters. But to me, I'm really seeing a, a sense of people want to play for this club. Yeah. And that's priceless. And then there's been a few comments about people want to play for him. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. heard that in a few places. Yeah. I mean, I know he played a part, and I would say what we want, like about Fred now, but when Fred signed his first pro contract, it was him and Lomas that talked him into it when he had offer offers supposedly yeah. um, who was it was it Savile I think said about one of the key facts I can't yeah, remember but Harris people talked Harris, about and when they talk to Neil Harris they, they buy into the character they understand what he's trying to achieve and what their place and role is in it now it could be, suddenly it'd be a load of bullshit because you know what players like as soon as he's dropped from the team he doesn't buy all that shit yeah. <laughs> but, but he does seem to have got a clear idea everyone knows what What's expected of them? He understands this club. I'm trying to think of another manager in my or our collective times who understands the club as much as I can only think of John Doherty, mm-hmm. um, who's got such an understanding. Kenny Jacket to an extent, yeah. Yeah. Um, but don't, he wasn't died in the war here, so he wasn't no. truly one of us. He was a, a man that came in yeah. with a, uh, probably a 1980s Watford um, upbringing yeah. and brought that here. And I can't think of anyone else that's truly been... Apart from maybe the players of Rhino and who has understood the club and the support so deeply. Um, So my question is, how far can Neil Harris take us in that case? Can he take us? How far will the club let him go (coughs) as well? Do you know what I mean? If by some minor miracle, 
we ever got to the, the Premier League. Oh, you had to say it, didn't you? Oh, oh fucking hell, Premier Don. League alert. Don. Don. Someone told you to slip that in. <laughs> I got paid. I got paid. I got paid. But would the club be happy with him yeah. managing in the Premier League? Well, if you've got to say you've got to ask the question. Chance, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've got to give him the chance. And we've seen what Dyche has done in the Premier yeah. League. Um, and I'll be done. Why we're comparing to two different people, but if if we got there, I mean, it's a massive if. Um, I mean, I, I just to dwell on that point. I see no reason why this team, with a little bit more luck in front of goal, going back to an earlier point of yours, Derek, why we shouldn't be um, mid to upper table at Christmas. I mean, we're not that far off of it now, with yeah. one or two chances put in the net that otherwise went over the bar and wider the mark or whatever. So we, there's no reason why we can't be certainly four or five places higher in the league no. at this stage in the season. No. Yeah. And if you're there going into Christmas, well, it's it, you know it, it's luck and, and Lotto plays its part. That's why it makes it today a big game because you think <coughs> Derby coming up, yeah. Wolves, Wolves, some big big games coming up. But don't you love the big games? Big going to be a lot of tension and passion here. So I just, you know, and I, but I'm, I'm actually with you. You know, I'm always the optimist. I'm, my view is actually we could be sitting here into the Barnsley game thinking. Fucking hell, you know, we, yeah. I, we were superb at Villa. We, I thought we, were really, really we don't want the FA Cup, the we, we want the league, yeah. and yeah. That's, that's a rare, rare yeah. um, sentence at Millwall. Um, who's your player of the season, of the half season so far? Who would you pick out? Ooh, I would pick Savile. Savile? Um, the, the reason I'd say Savile over Wallace would be my second choice is that my expectations of Wallace was always high because I always see him as a good player when Savile was on loan with us I didn't actually rate him I didn't really see what he was anonymous and he's but he's come back with a different I don't know but Savile, Savile's loan remind me a little bit he played more but remember um, Ryan Mason yeah. yeah, and went on to yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. He didn't did, did get the head injury or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, again, it's learning if you're a Premier League midfielder brought up in a Premier League academy like Savile was at Chelsea, you ain't going to be used to what goes on out there in the, the depths of the Championship no. or League One. Mm. And I think he's adjusted to it really, really well. Um, but you do sense a, a player who's up to his game, because even when he's gone in for Northern Ireland, he's looked... Yeah. You know, and it's a similar setup. Different sort of quality of players. It's not that different. No. Again, he seems to have been able to take his game above everyone else around him on the pitch. But what I've sensed recently, there's a little bit of frustration that some of the players aren't up there with him. Okay. And a few times yeah. he's got a little bit grumpy, and he wants to blame other people when he's making mistakes. And I don't like the way that's crept in. That might have just been the circumstances, yeah. the frustration, <clears throat> but. You know, you do look at him and you think this, this kid has got a lot of potential to be a very, very good player. And Chelsea didn't keep him until he was 19 or whatever. So, you know, I know they have a lot of players that they yeah. keep around and then do something with them. But, you know, he's, he's, a, he's got a lot of quality about him. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I like the way I'm, he plays the game. I'm uh, Savile as well. Um, I agree with, with most of you about Wallace. So, um, but I'm, I think Don's more or less touched on it and Derek but for me a very very close uh, one for me probably a little bit different for me Meredith um, yeah. he just he's been really sound I mean he, to like me I didn't even recognise him at Wembley I didn't even know he was out there no. not that I watched the opposition really? I, but at Wembley because I was sitting just in front of you yeah. at Wembley I looked at him I thought that's, that's a player yeah. right but for me defensively yeah. sound but going forward and uh, he's looking you know, swap sides Barry he's not he's on yeah. the right and yeah, he's yeah. not being asked to work on the left yeah no, no, no mean, mean no mean 
ask, is it? And, and perform still at a high level. And in a way, it's pleasing because obviously it's kept Craig out, so. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, I wrote about it. Members of the jury disregard that. I'm really not Meredith. Yeah, I think yeah, his I performances think. the last month or so have again, they, they, they haven't had that extra. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A little bit. Yeah. But he's been solid still. The thing that endeared me, I, I did write about it, I think I posted it on Facebook at the time, I think it's against Leeds, the ground was absolutely rocking. Yeah. And uh, the ball came out just hoping oh, that, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he, he picked the ball up like, and the ref had stopped play, one of their was down, and the whole ground was giving it, like, you know. <laughs> oh. and, and, and he stood there, and he, he, he sort of looked around, and he, his eyebrows just started going up, <laughs> and up, and up, and up. And they was, like, on top of his head, like, fucking hell's going on here, like, you know. That really endeared me to him. You sense that he, I think he's understood the club quite well. I think he's got that KL mentality. He's coming in a bit shock and awe, and what the fuck it's all about. And yeah, he's picked yeah, it up and yeah. he's that little bit older. Because when Tim came, Carrie was only a kid when he came yeah. in, and yeah. Green is a fucking, you know, yeah. suddenly he started getting taken out and he's, yeah. fuck, what's yeah. this all yeah. about? Yeah. Meredith's come here as a more mature professional, but I think he's suddenly realised what it's all about. about. No. And he's got that, he's, got, he's got that strength of character yeah, absolutely, he, he, yeah. that, that will thrive here. Um, you know, and you look at him and you think, is he the sort of player that someone higher up is going to want at some stage? Possibly, but you know. But then that's that's a, that's a, we are a platform for players to develop in that sense, aren't we? I mean, you can't. You can't I mean, I know right. we've had some shit um, uh, left backs down the years, but we also have some fucking good, proper, solid. Yeah. You know, and, and and he seems to have that sort of tradition about him. Achtung, Milbal. Marlon, Romeo, or Conor McLaughlin. Oh, this is undecided. Marlon, without a doubt. Marlon, Don't like McLaughlin. Don't rate him. Don't rate him. Don't talk to lot about how good he is. I think he's quite tidy in the ball. Don't get me wrong. But I've said this a lot of times. I think his positional sense isn't great. I think he gets into some bad positions um, when he's defending. And I'll tell you what he reminds me of a little bit. Dunny at times. Because Dunny could be absolutely brilliant, but he'll make that one big big mistake. Now, so far, we haven't been found out much with that. But I think if you look, if you analyse our goals, I think you'd probably see quite a lot of them come down that side. Yeah. Saying, well, is that because Wallace is in front of him and not giving cover? Well, fucking Meredith gets laid in the bright in front of him. So, so Marlon's with Derek Barry? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, say, I'd Marlon. say Marlon, but I, I haven't got the same views. Uh, Del, surprise, surprise, about the clock. I think he's all right. But 
for me, Marlon, he deserved to start this yeah, year. Absolutely. From, yeah. from last year. I think he deserved yeah. to be part of this team, part of his development as a player. He's a young, young guy. Young boy, yeah. Um, he, you know, he came in, Sheffield United, and he's, he's done all right. But to me, yeah, Marlon, I'd, I'd like to see him playing right back. Don't Marlon. Yeah, Marlon I mean, the same as what Barry said. I just felt really sorry for the boy. Yeah. That, you know, that yeah. he, he was, he'd, he'd done nothing wrong. No, I liked no. him. You know, he's got a great future. He's going to be our, like, he could be a long term. Absolutely. And suddenly he was gone. He you was, know, he you wasn't know, even I, on the bench, I, I don't think. I don't think he's going to be a long term because if he gets the defensive side of his game, he's going to go and he's, someone's going to come in with for his him. pace, yeah. his energy, and his ability on the ball. That's the Premier League right back there. Yeah. yeah. Um, without a doubt, he's just got. To, as with any young right back, just get that little bit of defensive mm. now. I, I just think that it's. I think he's, he's a Premier League player. Yeah. I agree with that. Right? But is that, it's actually um, it's good that we've got the two of them. Oh, yeah. Anyway, rather than yeah. just well, the I one. Mean, I find they're a really hard choice, and I think that's that's the point mm. you're making there. Don't yeah. Uh, it's you know, it's, it's just, we're going to talk about squad depth, and that's we do have some competition, real competition in that position, Marlon. Really tough choice. So that in itself is a you know it's not like you know Danny or Marlon. Well, you know you're <laughs> going to go with the, the talent. I think on balance, Marlon, there's probably only just um, and the attack. We've said the same thing two weeks ago. Um, because Marlon's come back in and had a few decent games. Would we have said the same thing two weeks ago? No, I, no, I would have. I'd yeah. still, I still think he deserved to be part of the team, yeah, and yeah. I think he's patiently waiting for his opportunity. To come in against Sheffield United and score. He's played his way into the team. To me, he's played the other player. Yeah, yeah, you know, the first choice. You say it, didn't you? You get close. Right, son, it's your your chance to shine. Yeah, he's done do it. When that goal was sort of coming in, coming this, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm going to produce. Presume that Savo is a is a is a pick in any event, which gives us Tunnicliffe or Williams. Now Tunnicliffe, a few weeks ago, I said it's a no-brainer. Williams every time. But I liked Tony Cliff at Villa, and I thought he did well at Yeah, he's done well at Fulham and all. I didn't, wasn't there, but yeah, I heard he, that. He got back, but he was playing against his former club. So, exactly so it's a little bit yeah. like, that's the thing about Gregory against Sheffield, he really raised yeah. his game at that. Yeah. So, but Tony Cliff, for me, um, I'm warming to him. It's a bit like Cooper. See, with Cooper, he came in and he, I thought he was pretty poor. He's getting better with games, yeah. and I think Tony Cliff is the same. That's his game going to him. I'd, yeah. I'd agree with you, because I think Tony Cliff has got a lot of stick online, for, but... He's, he's quite robust. He gets the defensive side of the game right. A lot of his movement off the ball is really good in terms of shielding off the back four and covering and whatever. But Williams was playing as that playmaker for me. And that's uh, what we really miss. Whereas Tunnicliffe is more of a sort of five yards give and go, just keep on with it. He does make a few box to box. But Williams just is the one who sits back moves the ball around and, and that's what's given Savile the free because Savile's productivity dropped off a little bit when Williams went out yeah. it's just an adjustment but I think we're very lucky we've got two two really good quality players but I'd like to go three, three yeah. I'd like to go 3-5-2 so I'm with you on that but the thing for me is if you bring Williams back in now the bit I've liked with Tunnicliffe being in there and even when Thompson's come on He's enabled Savile to get forward and play a bit of football. Yeah, yeah. His distribution is superb. And he's our yeah. top scorer. And, and with respect, he can defend. He's, yeah. he's a good yeah. midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like the fact that you've got someone alongside him who's going to do a little bit yeah. of the work. He does, I, don't, I, I don't mind Tony Cliff. And I don't mind Williams either. Mm. Either or. I'm not. It's not going to no. yeah. worry me too much. But with, with Tony Cliff, the criticism he gets around where I sit and... Mainly from from my son, actually. Who <laughs> <laughs> was behind me? He fucking hates him. Right. He says he, he absolutely hates him. He said he hasn't got forward pass in him. 
you get the ball. You can see everyone's going forward. He gets the ball. He turns around, goes back towards his own. No, goal. no, he is. He's, he's in he that respect. He's, 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 he's a bit not. of a Josh Ryan. Yeah. Is he playing to yeah. instructions or is that his natural game? Well, it's his natural game. I think that he's used to that. Harry plays. I, I suspect he's one of those players that came through the Man United academy, and he was the glue that just allowed other people to do so it. Well, and that's yeah. what his career is about. It's about just keeping keeping things neat and tidy. I don't mind that. I, I, I really don't mind when we do like that. that. I, I, I mean, we all need players like that. How many times do we watch other teams midfielders just sit in front, screen their back, yeah. ball, shift the ball around, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like, wish we had a player like that? Well, we fucking have got one. We get him, but and we don't understand him. It's a fucking like, yes, it's just where we are now. Don't, yeah. For the point of benefit yeah. of listeners, Don's well, pointed just in front of that box. He's two somewhere. Are you listening? I don't know who he is, but all you get from him, when we got to that is. Fucking get rid of it! <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> mate, for God's sake. Okay, move that, on. That, that's the wall support way yeah, for you. Yeah, one, minute it, one minute they're like, get rid of it, and the next minute, keep it on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the club slogan for the Lion Bears. Ben Thompson, does he have a future at the den in this company? We've just been talking. Um, hey, he's another one I feel sorry for. Yeah. He's done nothing wrong. It's but, a real boy. Yeah, but that's again. I don't think he necessarily suits how we're playing no, at the moment. Because if, 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 if he's going to replace anyone, it's Saville. So I don't think he can do that. You wouldn't see him ben 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 You would no way no. to tell him. He's, he's a bit of an old school, buzz around, box to box, getting things. And when he comes in, he, he generally doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Get if, if you want, he comes in. But you can't see him starting over any of those other three. If you need a player to come on, who's going to really. Like, yeah. Get in a, yeah, the opposition. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, does he have a future? It's hard to see one. What do you think? I've got a photo of me and him. He got bongoed in the car park. There um, he is. There he is. Um, he's, I think he's on the bench. Uh, for me, one of the things I liked at the beginning of the season when we brought Tanner Cliff in, Savile, was I thought it was actually going to develop Thompson as a player because he was going to be training with, with what Fine I would say, better player. players. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm hoping he's going to be patient. Um, subject to January... What, what Harris does, what he brings in, I reckon we might see a couple of loans, I don't know. If he's not going to get a sniff, I think he needs to go out for the rest of the season. He needs to be playing football. He does. Um, but, yeah, I hope he stays, because I like, I like the kid. Because otherwise he's, he's just going to disappear. I mean, I honestly don't know. Where's Sid Nelson now? Where, he was at Yeovil, wasn't he? But I don't, I, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, and I've seen that happening to, to Ben... Perhaps that he just sort of yeah, slowly disappears. I think he, he's like he loves the club, doesn't he? It's, it's, it's all inside him. I don't mean it, but I think it'd be a real shame if he's not getting some game time. And, and one thing I would say, I do wonder, and Matt Harris might see something in him that, that sees him as the sort of you know the guy who the kids love and the fans buy into and keep yeah. him around. As long as it's for the right reason, you're still playing a bit, but not just as some fucking you know, glorified yeah, mascot. Yeah. Because the kids love him. He's, yeah. you know, he's the kid they relate to. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's what I might be in ten years' time. I like, I, mean, his lap, I like his lap of honours. Yeah, the, the kid who did this picture on the programme, yeah. right, he idolises him. He yeah. loves him. And that's exactly what he wants to be. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, you need that. Is it fair to say the only place we don't have real competition for places is the front two, really? Well, we've got competition. I just don't think Hard competition. I mean, uh, anyone's quite pushing them for it. We just talked about Sonny Cliff and Williams, Marlon and McLaughlin. Yeah, we've, got, we've got no competition. That's, that's we've hard got choice. no real competition at left back. Mm. Meredith's head and shoulders above. Ferguson could do it, but head and shoulders. Uh, yeah. We've got no competition now at centre-half. No. Yeah. No. no. Um, you know... We, we're into the... We're into the 
we're into the depths yeah. quite quickly. That's, that's what concerns me about our squad. I think so I'm with you, that. Because yeah. actually, we strengthened at the start of the season. Yeah. I think everyone was yeah. quite pleased that we had a stronger squad. But yeah. here we are talking about where's the gaps. And I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit with you around the strike Injuries will, will hurt us yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. It? So the thing for me, we, you spoke about the front two. We went on Elliot. For me, Fred's been very disappointing this year. He yeah. just does yeah. not look interested. And I'm... Yeah. I'm really Fred, Fred in is in danger of a career drifting away from him because really he's going to be interested in him at the moment. Yeah. You know, again, going back to how we play, it just doesn't. What do you do with Fred? You know, and players go. Well, you don't play again. Exactly, he doesn't fit the way. Do you know what? Didn't all, that, all the nonsense over his contract yeah, as well? Yeah. Didn't really. Well, that was endearing to anyone. The agent who took that look went off to Everton. Now, where's he at the moment? Yeah. Saw another paycheck in Fred. You know. And young players go with their agents, don't they? It's, it's an interesting point. We're going sideways from the agenda. I had occasion to be at the training ground the other day, and it was just quite interesting. These are young blokes. These are not, yeah. you know, um, these are not mature Mate, blokes you, that have seen the world and know I tell you what, one who's night, trying to use you. One night, when we know they go down the Rascast and watch them in Beckham <laughs> and watch them down there, mate, then you'll see the young boys. And actually, some of the older boys are just as young boys. Yeah. Because you remember, the, the senior pros are only 28. The likes yeah. of Webster and Gregory, mate, you would see them when they're out for a night out. And they're the worst. Yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, that's football. You know, that's... Um, but it's just, it's, there's a lack of worldliness. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. they are little boys. Yeah. They are little boys. Look at that. Look at the kid who played for Sheffield United last week and scored their goal. He, he looks young, about he? 13, didn't he? 36, yeah. yeah. Fucking the quality. Great I mean, goal, he, wasn't his, it? his movement and everything yeah. was great, but we just mm. got at him a little bit and frustrated yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what you get with young players. I said he should have moved just to go somewhere else to try and fit in somewhere where they might play a better style for him or something. Yeah, he's another, he's another lad who doesn't seem to understand the. He lacks football intelligence. Yeah. He's got skill. Yeah. You know, he, he's got. But they always knew that. They always knew when he was 14, 15 that he had huge talent, but they didn't really ever know what to do with him. It's, it's Aiden O'Brien syndrome. You'd have huge talent but not be switched on yeah. in football terms. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole gap yeah. between the intelligent player and the, um, the skillful, yeah. less intelligent player. And unfortunately, you rarely get the two rolled into one. No, those are gold dust, don't they? Yeah. Arrivederci, Milval. Let's move along, chaps. Um, let's move off the field. Um, we've dwelt a long while on what's on the field. Huge amount of concern, huge amount of um, controversy. I was looking uh, in the petrol station earlier, there's a, a Southern News headline, there's the then um, John Berrelson looking for other sites for the club outside of Bermondsey Lewisham. Um, do we have a future in this area? Can we have a future? What do we think about the prospects of removing our club to, I don't know, um, sites in Kent as has been touted around? Well, I live in Kent and I don't want the club in Kent. Um, I think we've got to stay, personally. I think the biggest thing for me was your, your interview with Steve in, mm. the other week when he said, you know, he's been in a few ballrooms at other clubs and the perception was, well, we thought it was all sorted. Yeah. You know, and now it's all come back up again. You know, you look at the Dyson report. Yeah. Um, and I think Steve said it was a six, was it six and a half hour read for him? He, he said. It, I haven't read it. I, I mean, and, and he, you know, it, there's so many gaps in it, but it now just really does highlight for me that we, we've got to stand firm in this. We really, really have. I, I would agree. Um, I think it's th these are emotional arguments to business, um, you know, um, to business cases. But it's in the personality of our club to be part of this area. If, if we're not here, 
I don't think we're anyone. I, I, I no. can't. I, I, we moved from the den. People quote cold blow lanes here. They say we're half a mile away. You can walk yeah. in in ten minutes. Yeah. Um, this is Bermondsey. This is the club. This is who we've followed all of our lives collectively. Um, to pick us up and stick us on the M25, M2. Oh, um, fuck it. Yeah, it, you can do that. Uh, do we retain our personality? I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, we, you're, we don't. And you you're know, not a controversial you figure. No, I like to play the devil's advocate on mm. this because, I mean, and I'll go back. Let's go back a few years, right? John Berylson came here in a large part this regeneration thing was going on. He liked the idea of an area being regenerated around sport and with Millwall being at the heart of it. So he wasn't here just for the property game, but he was there. And it's not panned out, for whatever reasons, and I don't know if we'll ever really know what has and hasn't happened. No, no. Yeah, but at the end of the day, lots of vested interests and we are where we are. And when the CPOs got overturned, people were like, oh yeah, we've won this, we've won that. No, we've won fuck all. It was always coming back. Mm. The CPOs were overturned because of who they were granted to in the climate we were in, which was a fucking dodgy offshore company where there was lots of suggestions that the people involved had all been on the, you know, mates of the mayor and shit like that. So, but John Berylson a long time ago was looking at 45,000 at Wembley and saying, where the fuck are these people on a Saturday? Yeah. We could have told him the answer to that, couldn't we? Well, but there was a report done. I don't know if you ever saw this. I, I saw a copy somehow. But I don't know if it was the MSC did it or someone did it that showed where the Wembley ticket sales had come from and where the, um, all the bits and bobs were going on. And one of, one of the things they did say was that something like 25% of our Wembley ticket sales or season ticket sales were in this, you know, the SC16 and locale. Yeah. About the same again was the DAs yeah. and about the same again was the BRs and this TNs and whatever. So I think John Berylson... He comes from an American sporting background. It's, it's, it's franchises, yeah? yeah? You know, you can move fucking cities. You can move, you know, we, at this summer in America, you've had Louis to LA, you've had San Diego to LA, you've got Oakland going to Las Vegas. Basketball, ice hockey. So he's got that that sport mentality that you're buying a franchise. So I think he's probably come to understand what it is. But you can't blame the bloke for looking at it and saying, would we be better off elsewhere? And that's always been in the back of his mind, I suspect. And, and, and also with that, let's face facts, this, this area has changed. Even our families aren't here anymore, for the yeah, large extent. Okay. You know, we've been talking about moving out to the coast again from, from the suburbs. So we're not coming back for family anymore. Um, we're, we're not coming back to the area our family's left. So the emotions are about Millwall, not necessarily about family, but about Millwall as a family, if you like. Yeah. I so, agree so with but that. if you go back to the business audit, if you're being treated like shit by your local council, you've got no support from anyone. They want your stadium to build fucking flats on. Let's, let's face facts. Yeah. At some point, do you say, well, hang on a minute, is it a case of how much money I can get and what the terms are for going? Mm. And that's been my suspicion. For me, it's for me, it's no. So, my, my view is. Um, would you still go, Barry, if we should, if we are well, cool. redevelop Of course, and that's the point. But, and I live in Kent, but I, I don't want to fucking <coughs> go and watch a Sin Sid Cup. My point is, is at the end Folks of the day, we're, we're, oh, everyone, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone's on board the fact about, and even Steve again said it, um, about regening this area. It's a given. My point is, is we need to be part and influencing and involved with the regen so that it affects our, our club commercially. We, we, we actually, we could increase our support. There's more people going to be living in the area. But do you think but that? But we, we have to be involved 
Derek. Yeah, no, no, no. And um, then, to I'm me, right. if we're involved, the whole issue about, right, we've got to move, will go. But, but we've been involved for ten plus years. We haven't been involved enough. Well, oh, that's, another, that's another question, right? right. That, so that's how we've managed this. But, but, you know, the club have looked at other sites. That's, that's, I think everyone else think knows that. They, they, they are, and they you know, and, and there's been enough stories about looking at sites down in Cray and Ebbsfleet and all sorts of shit that there's no smoke about firing in all this. And, and, I, and I think they will reach a point where that point is where I suspect Berylson will just say, well, is it worth fighting anymore? Because all the while this shit's going on, he's not going to pump his money in to, to buy the centre forward that we need. No, no, you know, because, and, and I think he genuinely, he's always said he don't want to leave us worse off than we... And he found us. And he found us in a pretty shit spot. Oh, he found us at the point of extinction. Let's be and, quite clear. And I think just to do that is going to mean him taking a bar for 50, 60 mil. I think the business was living day by day at one point. You know. he, 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 lent, you know. he lent the club money before he bought shares. The, the football club is a business, listeners. You know. Barry, you made a, a little while ago, you and me spoke, and you made a very interesting point. I've never, never forgotten this that amongst our support, collectively, we've got a lot of influential major builders. Um, Land related um, real estate consultants. And it's interesting who comes yeah. to, to, to contact us. So, uh, my point being, and the point you were, you were making uh, as, I, as I took it, was that if we were more positively engaged in this regeneration in yeah. terms of from a the fan economic level. benefits, yeah, from a fan level, from a fan level, yeah. Yeah. then it might, it would, that, that could be the game changing thing. It would be harder for Lewisham to argue this is just a. You know, there's this renewal, want to build around it, but we sit as an island. So, my point, sorry, Dale, my sorry. point about being more involved is from a fan base. So, whilst there's all this debate about MSC, you know, what Mickey's doing is doing some great stuff, you can debate that till you're blue in the face. Mm. At the end of the day, they're the vehicles for me. Mickey's the vehicle, he's on the board. Yep. MSC, they're the vehicle, right? We now, as fans, need to be doing more. It's as simple as that. Well, I took that, and I, I, correct me if I miss, misheard it, but there's a, there's a role to be positive. Yeah, I mean, I think the um, the uh, the uh, the role that we've all played. I mean, I've been active online. Everyone will have seen that, and the AMS have done. But I, I know we're playing a destructive role. We're trying to stop something. We are doing everything, throwing every piece of shit that we can yeah. to stop something. Now, that's one thing. That's that that has its role in this place. But it's a very different thing to being an active, yeah. um, positive um, player in, yeah. in what is should be a benefit. Because let's have a, I was just walking on the road, we all did. And you look around, you think, fuck me, the area doesn't need something. Where's the rocky whopper when you want it? The African car break and the hot dog break. Yeah, is this what we're fighting for here? You know? But that's an interesting yeah. point. That yeah. I've always thought Look, look the, the, the bottom line of all of this is that we know that something is going to happen. Yeah. We don't yes. actually know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen. And this area, maybe not in, in my lifetime, maybe, but it's going to, you know, and my grandchildren who come down here, when they get to my age, it's, the whole place, if we're still here, it's going to be I think, I think the only totally thing that's stopped it happening so far is all the uncertainty. The whole country's been in the last 10 years, but one thing that has stayed is this idea that you can redevelop, build apartments, and people will go and fucking buy them. 
you know, you've got Battersea, Wandsworth, everything being built to... Well, that still exists, even though we've had a dip in the yeah, economy. that's you know. still gone on. And they sell them off plans to a bunch of Chinese yeah. guys who rent them out to whoever's going to be there. So this is going to happen, and you I think can, it'll happen at you some You can build in places like parking, places oh, you don't want to find yourself, and they will sell. You know, yeah. this, this is the what we live Yeah, what do we... So they're selling out there, there so isn't This, this yeah. will sell, and like I say, how much... How many units can they stick on this fucking ground? And, and, and that's ground, yeah. Yeah. And this is this is where I keep coming back to. Eventually, someone's going to look at the the other point I've made is our support is getting older. You know, I'll, I'll be talking. I'll come up here with um, <laughs> Barry's my my neighbour Barry, who, who's who's 80, 81. <laughs> He's eighty-one years old, right? Everyone around him has stopped coming because some of them have moved out or whatever, they're travelling up, and they can't come anymore. They certainly can't come in weeks, yeah. the cold weather, the transport links are shit. I'm struggling, We're all struggling. Barry turned around me the other day and said, well, I might come and sit over with you next year. Now, he's sat in the same place ever since we've been here, and he's sat with the same crowd over here, and he's now starting to think about moving in with a younger group. But everyone around me is 60-plus. It's me and my boys, and pretty much everyone's 60-plus. <clears> and their kids aren't there. One or two come occasionally, but their fault is, you know, this, this is a port is aging. But yeah, it's a very, Derek, it's a very valid point you raise. Yeah. But for me, it's still not a good enough reason. Well, I'm not saying it's a good enough reason. We can sit now, but yeah. my point is, is there's, there's pockets and pockets of yeah. fan base that have all got a view on this. Yeah. And Don works in a similar world to me. And, you know, we, we deliver stuff in collaboration, don't we? Yeah? If we yeah. don't work in collaboration with other people in other organisations, we don't get fuck all done, do we? Absolutely. Right? So my point is, is we've got lots and lots of people in the fan base that have got similar views to you, Del. Your yeah. views are very different to mine. I ain't got a problem with that. No, no, no. There's a lot of people yeah. on it, but my point is now, you can sit there and debate that yeah. for, forever. Yeah. It's now time for everybody to fucking come together, right, stick a cock on the block. It's as simple as that. I mean, I don't want to move. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to move. I just think there's a creeping inevitability something's going to happen. Yeah. Something's going to happen. The sheer amount of money at stake yeah. here means that something's going to happen. And at what, what point does someone turn around and say, look, Berylson, here's 50 million, fuck off. The, uh, the valuations, I, mean, I don't know the strength of the valuations of the scheme. They vary between, in terms of overall value upon completion, anything, take your pick between one to two billion pounds in terms of overall value of this scheme as yeah. developed at the end of it or yeah. some way off. But there's, there's your sum of money. Yeah. We all know how the world works. That kind of money yeah. makes stuff happen. It, it, well, it does. I mean, this yeah. is the frightening thought. I mean, and I think we know Beryl's has probably fielded inquiries for the club over the last five, ten years that would not have been very palatable to us. I mean, I have to say, in my dealings with the club, I mean, the listeners will have heard the interview I did with Steve uh, Cavanaugh the other day. Everything I've picked up. I've not picked up any inkling that he's, he wants to move, he wants no. to stay here and be part of this. No. Whether that can come to pass, I, yeah. truly I don't know. I truly I don't know. Um, one final point before we bring in our guest, Dan of Lions TV, who's just joined us. Good afternoon, Dan. Good afternoon, Dan. I'm going to bring you in in a minute. Come, come, come sit over here, mate. Um, one other point before we move on to one that will interest Dan, actually. Um, the MSC, um, Milk Supporters Club, for listeners, don't know what that means. Um, do we need it? Do we need it? What future does it have? If you just hit a, a little nail on the head there when you said uh, the MSC, that's the Mill Supporters Club for anybody who doesn't know what it is. <laughs> well, I fucking never knew that. They are 
Yeah. Someone needs to explain to me what, what the point oh, is. Right. Uh, yeah, I've, 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 with you. I've said for what? a long, long time, yeah, what the fuck is the point? You want to, uh, supporters come, people actively want to join because they're doing something <coughs> that helps them. Yeah. Not one that you automatically get enrolled to and a quid of your season ticket money goes in their hands. And that's the problem. Why, why be a member of a club you don't even know you're a fucking member of? Yeah. yeah. It, it's the, the thing that has always struck me with the, the MSN increasingly in the last few years where you've got blokes like Dan doing his thing, I, I do my thing, this this very show, other, other people can do other things yeah. too. It's, it's not impossible. Modern technology means that you can communicate so fucking easy that it's beyond belief. We can all be TV stars in a second. Yeah. No disrespect to Dan. Um, it's, you can get, <laughs> you get, your, total get your phone out to and yeah. you are online. Right? <laughs> um, the MSC and... It is so terribly old-fashioned. You're a member of a club. There's a chair. Yeah, but there's a board. There's a constitution. Who gives a shit about that? Nick, the thing, the thing is that blokes like Dan and blokes like yeah. yourself who got the, yeah. the gumption to go out and actually do something, it's today's technology. I mean... If I had my way, I'd still be writing articles for the magazine. <laughs> because that's my world. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's the age yeah, I am. Changed, so you're but, not doing your bit to no, protect the fucking elderly, are you? No, the poor old fuckers <laughs> that like to write things down. You know, those... I'm with the kids, listeners. Um, but it's apart still from people... the Christmas annual, which yeah. I think is fucking superb, by the way. Do you way. like it? Do you like it? Uh, but you know what I mean? But that's, that's the way things are going. And unless the Mill Supporters Club are going to do the same sort of things... What's the point of them? But I, I mean, they, 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 have, things, to, they have meetings, they, they have meetings, they put things out, they pump it And he said, well, hang on, every single season ticket holder is a member of your club. Are you, you, but you're not writing to them, you're not emailing them, you're not telling them anything. No. Nobody knows. No. <laughs> they don't. And, and I think no one really knows where we have a membership scheme to get away tickets and shit like that, and then we've got an MSC that you're a member of, and that was quite clear on what the fuck's... Well, yeah, it's, it's what, it? I mean, uh, you know... <clears throat> I mean, you know, I don't mean to be rude. They're, they're all decent people. We all know, you know some of the main players of the what now the old MSC has now been done away with. They're all genuine people. They're all Millwall fans. They've all been Millwall fans oh, for yeah. many, many years. Yeah. Um, but the... The main function of, this, of the supporters club has become to be to exist in it as a kind of a little self-contained committee that did whatever I don't know. Um, manage the the player of the year um, vote, which can be done. Any of us could do on, on, a, on a Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah, vote, yeah. Because yeah. it's not yeah. government we're voting. No, you know, no. they're, they're trying to get a, a, yeah. a, a gauge, and they organise the quiz. Which again, so going, going back to your question, which is you're fantastic. A, a, a radio station. The, 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 let me just look. The, 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 the quiz was jumped in and hijacked it. The quiz was brilliant, by the way. I love the fucking quiz. Have we got a blanket for him when he goes out? I think we're going to fucking need it. But it's got. But you say about committees, and it's done. All, it, remember, last two years ago, it changed its fucking constitution. Mm, then they no, changed the way. We've now got a fan on the board, and whatever you say about him, he's not been elected by anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's true. You know, it was yeah, yeah. because the constitution has been yeah. changed without anyone having a fucking clue what's going on. But let, 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 let me put it in. So you're right. I mean, but it's, that's just how it can it, be abused by few people with a savvy. Let's ask Dan a question. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll, I'll put my hands up. I do look now and again at your stuff, but I'm not a regular. But if you, how many people do you think hit your? Oh, well, watching my thing. Yeah. About 150,000 a month. Again, 150,000 a month. There you go. 
Yeah, I'll check the other links all the time. So how long have you been doing that now, Dan? Just two years in March. Two years, so 150,000 people just in We've had just short of two million views on YouTube across all of our platforms. I mean, at a minute, because what it is, a lot of the older mill fans are, might not have to sign up to YouTube, like you said, no. stuff in, yeah. with, with time. So I've recently started uploading my videos in full on Facebook as well as YouTube. I'm doubling my views on YouTube on Facebook. Would you agree? I mean, you and me speak fair enough, Dan, one way or the other. And I've always felt that you, what you do is pitched at a probably a different market to the right yeah. chap sat around the table. I, I think that's that's fair. But you're right, you're saying we're all cunts, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I've got internet in my fucking house. <laughs> We've all got internet. Is it one you stick a coin in? Mine too. Um, <laughs> it's the younger market. I mean, that kind of number, that's, that's a global figure. Two, yes. two million views. Short, yeah, on YouTube, yeah. That's a worldwide global thing, yeah. <clears throat> um, no, he just watches it 1.9 million times. <laughs> <laughs> Got 15 laptops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so you're raising a really interesting point now. You, you ask, you know, do we need the MSC? Okay. I think actually, it's like, what is it we actually do need? Yeah, so you look, you look what Dan's doing, the stuff you're doing, yeah, yeah. you know, you just popped up on Lions Live. You know, I listened to your interview with Mickey, I really, really liked your interview with Mickey, Steve. What do we actually need now? That's, that's the question. Because the stuff Dan's doing is, I watch Dan's stuff. You know, it's a different, it's a different approach. The world's fucking moved on, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable, especially like children. I mean, I still love. I'm sort of an age where I'm sort of in between the two. I'm 37 ish, <laughs> and the rest. I'm like, <laughs> 18. I still appreciate the written word. I love the written word. I do little, read articles. But my my my, my oldest son's nearly 11. He wouldn't have a clue about it. Yeah, like, it's like, very visual, isn't it? Yeah. You could show him someone a TV person, they wouldn't have a clue what it was. The TV is never on life, they're all on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. I did a, I did a, um, a, it was a short course through work, but same kind of thing that you're, you're talking about there, Dan, and they were talking about the, the power of video as a yeah. communication tool. And it's your point, Barry, what, what do we want? We want communication. That's, yeah. that's what Dan's doing, that's kind of what I do, and the, the magazine did and does to, to, to will do it again in the future. But you need communication. But the way you communicate to kids, 11 yeah. to 19, is very different to how we talk to... Yeah. Yeah, but go, so going to Derek's point, which I totally agree with, the support's getting older, but step in, Dan. This, is my, this is my point. Absolutely. Okay, because, yeah, no, no, my, no, but my point is, is this is what we've not been very good at. Okay, we go on about, oh, there's no, you know, there's no shirts, and if there are any, there's a few kids that We've got to start encouraging the kids, you've got to get the kids yeah, to go on away games. This is where Dan steps not, in. It's not just the expats that mm. I started doing it. I started doing it, everyone thinks I did it for the money. You don't earn a lot of money on YouTube. I wanted to make my mark on the football club. Oh, thank you. Because I fell in love with a five-year-old child, and I could never play good enough to play for him. So this is my sort of way of, of contributing. What you've got now is you've got a lot of kids, and they religiously watch every fan channel. So what I'm trying to do is not only sustain the fans, I'm trying to create some. Because you will get... Yeah, yeah. I, I was at Wembley with Tony Warner. I, I've been out with like, Tony Warner, Ronnie Ball and other milkers. These kids are walking past it and asking about their photo done with me. And I'm like, it's fucking mad. It's so much good. I was a roof... I'm a, I'm a you get slated yeah. for that as well, don't you? you know, yeah. People, people dig you out. But that's how the world's changed. It's, that's it's that's my point. These YouTube, it's, it's, it's going to be massive. And I know other clubs have done it and... They've tried this. Clubs have tried distance themselves from YouTube. In time, they've had to realise that it's, it's, it's you know, it's all, all it is. They want to control it, and as soon as something starts being official, yeah, people tend to turn well, yeah. away from it. 
I, I've got, I, I don't my this bit. <laughs> I, I don't put myself out there to the club and offer to do their YouTube channel for free for a year. But that's because some of what they're doing is all tied up with FA and the Football League and all this sort of yeah, shit. Yeah. There's a there's a big a little bit around this but there's a big issue about who really owns the rights to it and this shit and how you can get it out there yeah. and, and, and at the end of the day kids don't want that formal you know everything's nice they want no. a bit of edge they want a bit of life they want a bit of crowd noise in the background you know they, mm. they don't want to watch something that's just a stereotypical <coughs> footballer interview the, the modern day version of the shoot you know what's your favourite meal sort of shit um, but going back to something just pick up now you've talked about engaging all these builders and you know all these people who have got some mill about them. They're probably more likely to want to read something on a piece of paper or engage yeah. or talk to people or you know what I mean. It's a different but, type of communication. But possibly not, because possibly not, because organisations now, you know, it's well, you know, the print industry is dead. Yeah. You know, no one's having fucking leaflets done no, apart no. from us when we want to fucking yeah. hang down some doors. <laughs> but it's all visual. So organisations now, it's all about visual. It's about you know, short and sharp. Yeah, right? what we're doing on Twitter, what we're doing on LinkedIn, what we're doing on there. It's not about organisations, but the bloke who's got his own little building firm is probably doing it differently. And, and the thing is, you've just got to have room for everything and do a little bit of everything and engage as you can. Because if, you, if your young audience is next, your next audience, if you want people to out, help out with a regen, yeah. you know, to sort yeah. that out, you're going to need the older boys. Yeah, you know, the course in the nicest possible way, and probably the horribliest possible way, if yeah. need be. But the course I did was fascinating because it was it was about how you structure a video to put on, on Twitter yeah. and Facebook, yeah. and then depending on the format, um, the, the longest you want, I think, is a minute and a half. Anything yeah. over a, over a minute, and you start to stretch yeah. the yeah. attention span. Yeah. In fact, if you look on Twitter now, the, the videos don't don't even have to click on them; they've got text because it's all about short and sharp. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you communicate. That's how you're communicating. My full-time reaction is, is a popular one, even so for the older people that don't really watch my channel, they haven't been to the game, that's their way of seeing something quick, short and sharp, I always try, I always see two that they do it for me, yeah. try and wrap it in a minute. Yeah, a minute. And that's so sometimes the long piece of my video, we, we, how long we've been recording now? Hour <laughs> <laughs> <Arrow> six. No wonder you don't get two million listens, mate. We're going slightly, we sort of drifted away from the original point about the Mill Supporters Club. But you'd think that someone somewhere would look at what Dan's doing and say, oh, that's a fucking good idea. We could Absolutely. do that. We could do that. And they go and talk to it. Dan, how did you do that? And then you could say, well, you could see that you could do that for them. Like you, you know, yeah. you just, well, how about I do it for you? And then suddenly the Mill Supporters Club has got its own YouTube. And then then the, the, everyone's looking at, then they can broadcast out. Then they're going to get, you know, maybe not... Yeah. hundreds of thousands of people but at least the, the 8,000 who are actual members of the supporters club yeah. who they've got yeah. and, and get that there and then one minute long is an update is what's happening yeah. you know uh, I mean, the one thing I'll just say finish maybe finish on the MSC is this it seems to be that the same people who have got us to where we are are the ones being tasked with taking us to whatever the replacement's going to be it's, it's very yeah, I, you know, what's yeah. the point it's very hard because um, something like the MSC is essentially a voluntary organisation. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's a certain type of person that do that, um, often well-meaning, but not switched on to everything we've just been talking about here, which is use of modern technology. Yeah. Social media has been a learning experience for me. I'm, I'm from a different era, but it's, it's not that difficult to learn it if you're so minded. You know? the, the problem that they've got is, I think, is it's, it's a committee. 
And yeah. in my my world, if I'm dealing with committees, then yeah, I'm never going to get anything done. No. Yeah. <coughs> Emily, on your committee. Uh, just <laughs> so you're, listen to me. So that's exactly right. <laughs> and so your your word is law, and you do what you want to do, and yeah. you've got to answer to nobody else. No. And, and you live and die on that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and pretty much you, Nick. Everything I'm saying now is going to get fucking edited out. <laughs> it only does, Don. But you're the way. You know what I mean? Do it's, I it's, it's done because you're doing it. You're in charge of it, and you're not going to six or seven other no. people. Should we have a vote on that? Or you disagree? Or what? Too. We'll, we'll, that, we'll, we'll bring that up next to the next Things meeting. Put it on. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't like change, but I've found middle fans especially don't like change. I mean, I don't go on um, the House of Fun. Who mm. fear of hanging myself if I do? Have a joy, When I first started going, fucking YouTube, man, what's he doing? It's embarrassing of a camera. All it really was, it's, like you said, it's an extension of what you do. It's the next step from a written word, yeah. from a bit yeah. article. It's, it's the way the world, it's just evolving. Yeah, but I mean, so go back two, three years ago when this loon's standing up there. Talking with his microphone, and I remember a few away games. What's that soppy bastard doing? He had a sheepskin coat on. I built a bald X Men like this. He's struggling down the stairs. I've had threats, I've had people ringing me up, people texting me. There was even a fake account on Twitter for a while, wasn't there? Calling me old Bill and all that. I don't look at any of it. I think there's, a, there's an article, uh, maybe I'll do it for our next um, annual review. Uh, Mill hate figures, because it's rare honours to achieve the Mill hate status, isn't it? Well, they've got the cunt book on off, haven't they? Uh, the book of cunts, isn't book it? Book got that. <laughs> so, uh, but that's full now. Oh, I'm shut that. <laughs> you're, you're on the front page. You're, 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 you're the cover girl. Cover girl. Anyway, I think we've done that. I think um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move along. And, we've got, and finalies, and finalies. Real Christmas memories, home or away. Um, I'll start off. I remember a long while ago, 1975, we played Crystal Palace. At Christmas, three times in a week, and we played them. Really? Yeah, and we played them in the FA Cup second round at the Den, at the old Den, and we equalised very, very late because we were losing one until I, I have a sense it was like beyond 90 minutes, and we equalised from Phil Sunderland. Then we had a replay against them, I think it was midweek, almost like two days later, three days later, uh, said us, which we'd lost. And then we had the league game at home the following week, which we won. And that kick-started our promotion season, 1975-76. Three times Where we went unbeaten. Pretty much unbeaten for remainder. 76, January through to final promotion yeah. in the May. Um, so we played for Crystal Palace three times in one week in the FA Cup twice and once in the league. That's got to be a record, isn't it? For Christmas, for any club. My memory Christmas. might be deceiving me, but that's what I remember. I'm going to check that, so I'm yeah. you know, staying to be corrected. Um, well, memories often blur over Christmas. Then. <laughs> well, that was, that was the point I was going to make when I was 
because if I go back in time, Here we go. I was always yeah. in the cups. Yeah. So I don't, I don't actually... Let's <laughs> talk about yourselves right now. Come on, Dom, you want to read it? Yeah, when I was a boy... I was usually pissed as fucking ass. <laughs> <answer. laughs> I know, that's what, that's what <laughs> I was going to ask you. I'll, I'll guarantee you in a minute his brother's going to appear. <laughs> God rest Doing himself. something that's got him into it, trouble. Yeah. He, he never got into trouble himself. No. He was always his brother. I never never made easily lent on the edge fucking... That bloke ran his face onto my fist 48 times. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. But no, I can't. I was trying... When, when um, I think you... you I threw it in there, Barry, yeah. didn't you? I, I was trying to think... Of Christmas is normally the fucking Michigan time of year. Don't I think yeah. I already told my story of Ipswich away, didn't I? On, I think it was Boxing right. Day, and I, I had the fucking shit. Oh, that's a Cascarino scored. There's no there like that. scored like the 94th minute equalizer. And the whole fucking the mill, the whole jump like you. And I'm going, oh, you can't shut up. And I can't move. I was in, I was in agony, like you know, and, and that's all I could remember about it. And everyone's oh, just. Did you become a Sunderland fan that day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, so take the me. Um, I, I'm shit with. I was trying. I was looking at it earlier. I think I remember a Brentford game away, um, and their goalkeeper. Christmas. Yeah, it looked like we beat them four one. It looked like um, Bradley from EastEnders. <laughs> And he got. Do you remember it? No. no Absolutely no, fucking ruined it. And I'll tell you what, he come over at the end, and uh, he's like clapping on me, and they're going, You still look like Bradley, you can. And, uh, but the main one for me was West Ham down here, wasn't it? When was it was that Christmas thing? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Wasn't it? Mother's Day Massacre? Yeah. Mother's Day Massacre. Mother's Day Massacre. Mother's Day Massacre. Mother's Day Massacre. No, Palace. Palace. Oh, um, the Vinsmore. When punch, didn't punch and get that trick? That is oh, New Year's. Well, I think years that was New Year's Day. Was that New Year's Day? Was that when he um, called man... um, Clinton McKenzie and dressed all in black and he had orange boots and he got called Daffy, Daffy Duck. Duck? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Daffy no, Duck. No, punching was New Year. Was it? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I think remember that around Christmas time because I, 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 I don't remember. I have, Christmas unfortunately, either. being a Kent cunt, a couple of Palace mates. And I just remember the, the build up to the game. And, I uh, I'll see him at Christmas yeah, and I said, You won't fucking beat us. There was a trip there, Boxing Day one year, early, probably must have been 2000 or 2000. My boy was just being born. And we won 3 0 over there. I think Sandy got 2 on a Boxing Yeah, I think Day I remember game. that one. That was a, and I remember because my in laws, yeah, yeah. Palace, it was an early kickoff, got back home and turned around for dinner. Yeah. I dressed up Father Christmas in a Millwall shirt I bought for my little baby and sat him in the front of the porch as they walked down as the Palace fans walking down the was that? I just, you Christmas dropped a memory now for me. What was that away game? And we was in an open end and somebody brought an inflatable Father Christmas and there was some... And it like it was freezing cold and all that and suddenly this, like this mirror, he just went, oh, I've had enough of this cunt. And he started in. I mean, he, was, he had it on the floor and he was laying into it like there was no tomorrow. I'm sure he would blow up dull and Punching the the there's about four coppers there. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stop. He was going like. Uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. I hope, though, today, can you remember we've had some really quality Christmas carol singers down here over the last few years? Yeah. You remember a couple of years ago oh, we had yeah, the low yeah, polo yeah, with a yeah, shirt, yeah. and it was like oh. fucking. And then we had what it was, was like. Was it Christmas? We had the mob that mimed. <clears throat> we had a kids' choir that mimed because the backing tape ran out and they're still they're still there. <laughs> but we had that really, really shit carol singers down there a couple of years ago. They were fucking I do remember that. Um, so an unhappy 
troll there. Aston Villa last week. There is footage on the YouTube of. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? We took the alt end, didn't we? We took the alt end. It was as close as you're going to get in the modern era. Um, younger listeners will wonder what the, the fuck the taking game, the home yeah. end was. Shall we explain, Don? I mean, it, it was... What are you asking me for? Well, you, <laughs> you, may have, you may have... What used to happen when I was a, a young boy in the 70s and, and uh, maybe in the 80s, you used to... Through the green, the 80s. You, you, the away games, you used to turn up and it wasn't like all this... Uh, Chicken. Obviously, mobile phone bollocks. And we're meeting here, we're meeting there. You used to turn up and uh, look for a pub, go in a pub, and uh, you, you have a, yeah, some mill fan, you know, you should stay in the pub. You didn't care whose pub it was. Yeah, so you'd be in the pub, then you go to the game, and then you, all you do is look for the amen. You always go in the amen. That was it. You didn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. You know, the idea was, enough of you, you start singing and hollering and shouting, and they, 99 times out of 100, maybe, maybe exaggerate slightly, the, the, the home fans would fuck off and leave you. <laughs> And, and that's what you said. And this was the pinnacle of Millwall. And, and, and the whole thing. And the thing is, you know, like uh, at the old den was the thing with, with the, the Cold Row Lane. At the old den. No, I think the first time I actually see it seriously was the Brighton playoff away at the old Goldstone. Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember the older brothers going, "Look, look over there!" And it was just they yeah. just formed stewards formed yeah. this. Yeah. It's about 120 mil in a corner. <laughs> I went there with with my old man uh, and uh, there's a few of us and um, and he said and he was oh god it's about 14 then 13, 14 and he said to me I said we won't go under the cover bit. Yeah. He said, that's the Charlton fans bit. He said, that's where all the trouble will be. <laughs> yeah, so, he said, trust me, he said, that they'll, they'll all kick off up there. Said, and he was right. And then, you know, before long, all the men, and there was like, and there's a, 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 a I felt, I felt really sorry for this, this bloke. He come down, right, and, uh, he, he had his he had his boy who was about my age and his boy looked absolutely terrified, you know. He was you know, it was he was frightened out of his life and he was crying and all that and, and the old man the old man's going, Oh fucking I've been supporting Charlton for thirty years and I know them fucking wankers coming down here and fucking her and he he said to his boy, he said, You stand there with Sunday and he put his boy with stood up and off he went, didn't he? He went marching back up and his boy standing there crying his eyes out like this, and this, this other uh, we had the time confirmed. We had the time confirmed. But it said 2.30. It was, it was, it was, it was 10 a.m. in the morning, but it wasn't. And then there was there was a later shot, some say 2.45. Yeah, it was about half past two. It looked a little bit sparse for 2.45. But but it, it was, no, because it was, it was strange, because we got there. What crowds have been getting at the moment? It was 29,000 there. But it was... We parked 
on the other side. Um, okay. I forget the name of the bloody stand, but there's a road and yeah. we park right there. So we had to walk down and walk all the way around the ground. Because we actually walked to the left. If we'd walked to the right, we'd have walked right past the whole end. Yeah. It would have been quicker, actually. We did. Yeah. Uh, but we, for some reason, we went left. Yeah. Uh, so, and that was about that time. So yeah. I would have been able to confirm what time it was, if it was, that was about what time we got there. But, so we went the other way and missed it completely. I've also written Palace 1976. Season. Nil nil draw of 40,000, I think, in Selhurst. What, what year was that? Um, we got promoted the promotion season. Um, I remember Bill win the Palace end. Um, that, 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 it was a nil nil draw, and Peter Taylor missed a penalty late in the second half <laughs> that would have put them on the road to promotion. It's probably a norm at Palace then, though, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, there was, there were, we were, I was at the White Horse Lane, which was still terracing at that point yeah. before mm. the Sainsbury's got built. Um, and far off, obviously, the Holm, Holmesdale Terrace, as was. Included about half of it was, was Millwall fans. Um, yeah, we always used to go in there. Yeah, yeah um, it was the Northern. I can remember when um, Silly Bollocks, Malcolm Mal- Allison, Mal- was there, Mal- Mal- was about that with time, the fedoras. We were in the Upstairs, and then the other right, they got Nick some fedoras and off. Apparently, fucking hats on it. It was a thing, got Nick a fedora. Nick a fedora, there it is. That's, that's an hour and 20 minutes worth of round table conversation for you, dear listeners. Hopefully it'll be cut to about 20 for you. I'm going I'm to do this as a, as a double header, uh, maybe a part one of this week's show. I'm going to say thank you to everyone for the You're round welcome. table. Yeah. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Don. And thank you, Dan. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Well done, Nick. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.